the Oakdale Christian Centre podcast. This week, Dave leads a study on God's chesed, his loving kindness. The main reading is Exodus chapter 34. Um, it's amazing that chapter uh, 34 there, Exodus, uh, how the Lord is revealing himself. We've got to know the character of God because um, otherwise our, our character will override. Um, I was just, uh, I didn't watch it, but I, I, I flicked in and off and I, I do get a little bit angry um, with some politicians and then uh, I didn't watch Ari and Megan, but I, 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 let's not go there. But you know what, as I, as I was rising up at our AM in, in the locality, I don't think much of her, and I was thinking, and as I was just meditating on Hesed, the Lord just reminded me, Dave, they need saving. They need saving. However much they are this and that, you know, that, and that's the overriding thing, isn't it? With, with God's character, he sees all our faults and failures, yet he's persistent. As we talked last week about his zealousness and our zealousness in response. And we looked at Hesed um, a bit on Sunday and we looked at uh, what it meant, the steadfast love based on a covenant. Um, really, what do we say? The steady, persistent refusal of God to wash his hands of wayward Israel is... Um, is the essential meaning of the word steadfast strength love and we looked at we put a few words up there didn't we um solidarity you put another one there love loyalty steadfast strong true unfailing devotion all those things because it's such a big word you can't just pin it down with one it, it, it's so vast of course god is vast his character is so great so let's just go into that a little bit and then we're going to see how, how that works out in people's lives so that's good news isn't it because it didn't just something we say, well, this is what God is. This is how God works. And that's very important, isn't it? Um, let's read our first verse. The character of God. Uh, Psalm 89. Psalm 89, 11 to 14. The heavens are yours. And yours also the earth. You founded the world and all that is in it. You created the north and the south. To all of whom and see the joy of the name. The arms and you the power. The hand is strong, the right hand exalted. Righteousness and justice are the foundation of your throne. Love and faithfulness will be forever. Creator, omnipotent. Well, that alone um, brings the fear of the Lord to us, doesn't it? Absolutely. But if that's all he was, then we'd be in trouble. But he said, the foundation of my throne is what did he say? righteousness and justice but what go before him his love and his faithfulness remember we, we said when it when talk about the hesed of god this word faithfulness invariably not always but invariably comes alongside it because it's faithful and it's steadfast and it's true and it's sure and uh in one sense you can't shake the lord off uh the, we used to call the holy spirit uh, the hound of heaven and it's a good job isn't it where we would give up, as we have many times on people, he doesn't. Bless the Lord for that. Um, thankfully, it isn't that what, who he is. Let's listen to these lovely verses. Uh, psalm 103. Great psalm to learn, isn't it? 103, 7 to 12. 
He made known his ways unto Moses, his acts unto the children of Israel. The Lord is merciful and gracious, slow to anger, and plenteous in mercy. He will not always chide, neither will he keep his anger forever. He hath not dwelt with us after our sins, nor rewarded us according to our iniquities. For as the heaven is higher than the earth, so great is his mercy toward them that fear him. As far as the east is from the west, so far hath he removed our transgressions from us. Fantastic psalm. He says there um, four four times at least about the Hesed of the Lord. But again, he, he, he requotes that 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 sort of passage, that refrain that we said about twenty times in, in in the Bible. The Lord, the Lord, the Lord, the greatest and compassionate one, slow to anger and abounding in love. And then he says, "This is how great His love is. Um, uh, it reaches to the heavens. Bless the Lord." Uh, what do you say? The heavens, uh, his faithfulness to the heavens is, is uh, mercy to the skies. That's amazing, isn't it? Um, thankfully, even, even if it was to the heavens we could see, that would be big enough. But the heavens are beyond our, our imagination, beyond our sight. That's how great it is. That's how awesome his chesed is for us. Um, of course, that's how great it is. But how about the length of it? Psalm 136, verse one to four. Well, give thanks to the Lord, for he is good, for his mercy endures forever. We'll give thanks to the, the God of gods, because his mercy endures forever. We'll give thanks to the Lord of lords, for his mercy endures forever. To him who alone does great wonders, for his mercy endures forever. The great thing about that psalm, as we said, 26 times, his mercy endures forever. When they went home, they would know one thing, wouldn't they? Is Hesed endures forever. And in the week, because they'd sung it so many times on Sunday, sometimes we, 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 we don't like repetition, do we? But you see, that's how we remember, isn't it? Some of us remember our times tables. You can shout at me anything up to two, no, up to 12. And I can give it you straight back. Why? Because every morning when we went to school, You'd sit, you'd sit there and we'd, come on in, two timetable, two, 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 four, six, eight. And, you, and then I, I remember Mr. Parker, and then he'd say, right, you, what's six sevens? And then he'd point at somebody. Repetition, repetition. It's a, give thanks to the Lord. His love endures forever. So they would know that. It's eternal. Bless the Lord for that. Why is it eternal? Because God is love. Isn't it? 1 John 4, 8. God is love. He's not, he doesn't think God loves his very nature, his very character is zealous for his people. As you said last week, zealous for his name, zealous for his land, but zealous for humanity. How do we know that? Well, he went to the cross. And uh, that just uh, blows out of the water. And, and then we get people saying, oh, I don't know about this, I don't know about that, and God. And it, it, you know what? It is? It's just downright arrogant sometimes because they've not seen, they've not looked, they've not observed and, not, and seen who Jesus is and what he's done. But more than that, that's eternal about this. Jeremiah 9, 23-24. Thus saith the Lord, let not the wise man glory in his wisdom, neither let the mighty man glory in his might, let not the rich man glory in his riches, but let him that glorieth glory in this, that he understandeth and knoweth me, that I am the Lord which exercise loving kindness, judgment and righteousness. In the earth, for in these things, I delight, saith the Lord. We, we use that verse many, many times. Wisdom, power, strength, 
riches, all the things that the world says you've got to have. And the Lord says, don't glory in those, in this, that you know me. Who am I? I am the Lord that exercises, that does, that makes chesed. And I delight in it. We read Micah 7 on, on Sunday. The Lord delights in chesed. That's his heart. As we said, he takes no pleasure in the death of the wicked, does he? Ezekiel says he takes no pleasure in that. Of course he doesn't. And his heart breaks when he sees humanity. Intelligent. I'm just listening to a couple of guys debate. And, and one, obviously intelligent, but, but no, no God, no God, no God. I'm thinking, so blind, but so often not wanting to hear either. That's the problem. Uh, not open. And I'm blind to it. And that's real. And then it breaks God's heart. Because God's given us a mind, but to use it correctly and wisely and to observe. Uh, so that's his heart. That's what he delights in. Now, the Bible tells us also that we know that, but we meditate in it. We remember it. Uh, because the Bible says very clearly um, that we are prone to forget. I think it's 100 and Psalm 107. Psalm 107, I think, 106, it says about um, Israel. They forgot. They forgot what the Lord had done. They forgot his hesed to him in Egypt. Can you believe they, they saw those ten plagues, yet it was only a, a week or so later, where's God? What has he done? Then, then, then. Isn't it? You, ouch. They, so the immaturity. They'd seen those ten amazing plagues before their eyes. And Lord distinguishing between them in Goshen and Egypt. That's amazing. They saw it before their eyes. And the Bible says they were prone. They forgot. They forgot. So but the Bible says, now keep it in your mind. The Bible says, consider his love. Consider his chesed. Those who are wise, consider it. Um, the psalmist says, Lord, in the morning, satisfy me with chesed. So I can, be, I can trust in you. I get direction from you. Lord, fill my heart. Fill my mind with who you are in the morning. It'll carry me through the day. What does the psalmist say? I'll sing, oh, well, we'll read it now. Psalm 92, verse uh, 1 to 2, I think, isn't it? It is good to praise the Lord to make music to your name, O most high, proclaiming the love and more than your faithfulness of light. It's good to praise the Lord. It's good to proclaim your love in the morning, to declare it, to tell of it, and to um, remember your faithfulness at night. Lord, we're going to go through the day. We're going to start the day, Lord, re recognizing who you are. And when we get to the end of the day, we'll thank you for that you've kept your promises to the day. You've kept us. You've blessed us. You've been faithful to us. Now, let's see how that works out in people's lives. Because, again, we have a mixed view, don't we? We talk about the blessing of God and the love of God and the hesed of God and God's zeal, zeal for us. And we think straight away... The world comes into our thinking, and maybe some teaching has come to our mind, that everything is going to be wonderful. Oh, it's going to be wonderful, prosperity, peace, no difficulties, no problems. And that's far, far from the truth of the Word of God that it can ever be. In fact, it would, you can guarantee that probably you get more. Remember, at 10, at 10 out of the 11 disciples um, were martyred, wouldn't they? They were martyred. Um, so, but let's, let's look at, at how God works this. And we, we looked at the first uh, mention last on Sunday was when Lot thanked those, those angels for their hesed, but it didn't change him. It didn't, he didn't have an encounter with it. It didn't change his heart. And of course, he ended up real, in a real pickle. What about uh, this next, next uh, uh, one? Uh, it was not the next one, uh, Genesis 24, but that was this one. Joseph, Genesis 39. 
Amen. So there we have Joseph, and uh, sometimes we you can, th- you can think of him as he's 17, he gets those dreams from the Lord, doesn't he? And um, of course, he's still full of himself, isn't he? Because he goes to the brothers, and he, there's nothing worse to go to the older brothers and say, you're going to bow down to me, and uh, yeah, you know, I read Amrin. And uh, there was animosity that he created himself, but you see, between the promise and the fulfillment there's a great process going on. And here he is. He, he's been betrayed by his brother, sold into slavery. And then he gets into part of his house. And, and obviously, there's, there's, there's abilities and giftings on him. He's capable young lad. He's, he's a great administrator. He's a great manager. And, and the, the Potiphar can see that. He says, you just run the show because everything's been blessed. And then uh, the part of his wife comes in. And, there's, and then he's put into jail. Um, that's interesting. Put it in. Anyway, so he's in jail. And this is what the, the Bible says. He, he, there he is in jail. But God showed him chesed. Now listen. He's still in jail. He's still in difficulty. But the chesed of the Lord is toward him. On him. And the favor of the Lord is upon him. So never ever think, oh God, you love me, but I'm still in difficulty. Yes, Dave. Because there's a process going on here with uh, Joseph's character. Remember Joseph. Um, this is, this is I, I, I speculate, but more than speculation, you can see it, can't you? He's hurt. He's been rejected. He's been uh, accused of something he hadn't done. Um, there's bitterness maybe dwelling up. There's loneliness. And, and we can see all those... Im- justified emotions. Let me say, you know, we talk about emotions the other day. Justified, aren't they? Because of what he's gone through. But the Lord is working on his character and his gifting. Because in, in the prison, God is going to use him again to, to, to administer and to, ma- uh, to manage. In fact, the, the captain of the guard thought, this is easy. Sort it out, Joseph. You, you carry on. You just go on with it. So God is doing a work in his life. And there's a bit more to work to be done. Because in chapter 40, of course, we know the, um, uh, the baker and the butler come. And they both have dreams. And the baker wish he'd never asked the... Did he? <laughs> three days you're going to go three well I, when, he, when he heard about the butler he said I'll have a go at this now and uh, this is, listen to what he said to the butler he said listen now he said I, I, he's justifying himself I, look, I shouldn't be here I've been sold into slavery I've been accused of something I hadn't done he said now remember show chesed to me see God is doing a work you know because he's asking a man a butler to show him chesed well, you know what? Thankfully, God is going to work in us to be able to show that. But, you know, ultimately, the only one that can show us true has said is God Almighty. He's, he's awesome, the awesome one. Now, he's appealing. Now, of course, he's trying to do it in his own strength, isn't he? 
he's trying to manipulate, not to manipulate, but trying to appeal his case independently of God. And uh, so God says, Butler, forget it. So he's there now for a week and he thinks, oh, yeah, I'm going to be out now, aren't I? Because the butler's going to remember and he, perhaps he hasn't gone into service yet for the, the next week. He's probably on shift next week to see, uh, see Pharaoh and I'll be out. But a week goes by and a month goes by. Six months goes by. And I tell you what, he's, he's, he's more down than ever before. More discouraged than ever before. But God's doing a work. God is changing his character from self-dependent, independence, man-dependent, to God-dependent. The only hesed we really can trust and rely upon is God's. It's God's. Until now, at the end, end of uh, chapter 50, we see such a dramatic change in, in uh, Joseph. We see a change after the two years, didn't he? He comes before Pharaoh and Pharaoh says, hey, someone's told me you were the man. You were the man. And uh, Joseph says, no, I'm not. The only one person can do this is God Almighty. There's no I left in Joseph. But we see uh, not just that, but such a, a character shift that in chapter 50, when Jacob dies, the, the brothers are frightened because they thought, no, dad's dead. He's going to get some revenge on us. And uh, they send a letter. Do you remember? They send a letter and said, uh, they're supposed to be from, from Jacob and say, look, these boys, forgive them. And uh, the Bible says, verse 17, he wept. He wept. Um, because uh, perhaps he thought they didn't trust him. And, and we see such a change in Joseph. Why? Because the hesed of the Lord was upon him, but it wasn't going to be an easy way. If, if you have it easy, you'll never be strong. You'll never, you'll never develop character. To the point, verse 20 says in, in chapter 50, look, he said, don't worry about it. He said, what you meant for bad, God was working for his benefit for his work to, to change me so I would be second in command so he, he would save Israel. So, so we see how it's worked out, how it's worked out in people's lives. And Jacob, uh, Joseph was a, a classic example of, of that. And our prayer is for it. Genesis 24, Abraham said, Abiezer, now I want to I wanna, I wanna wife for Isaac, but don't get him from around here. They're not very nice. Go back home. Find a bride. And he said, well, what if they won't come? Who am I going to look for? He said, go on ahead. So Abiezer, verse 12, appeals to the Lord. Lord, remember me. And remember Abraham, actually, because remember the promises to Abraham. The covenant is Abraham. He's going to remember. Remember me in, in, with your chesed. He said, I'm now you. He said, I tell you what. He said, let's, let's, let me think about it. If, if, I, if, if one girl comes and I ask her, she feeds and she waters all these camels. Let me tell you, that takes some doing. If you know how much camels drink. Um, hundreds of liters. If, if she does that, it'll be, it'll be, I'll see it. And the Bible says, it happens. Rebecca turns up and says, you know, I, I'll, I'll, I'll water them as well. And in verse 27, I think it is. Um, he gets down before the Lord. He praises the Lord. He says, thank you, Lord, that you remembered Abraham and he remembered your chesed. He remembered. See, when we appeal to the Lord, we are appealing to his character, his nature. What about um, 2 Chronicles 20? We were in the morning we met in the desert of Tekoa. And they said, it was us who said, listen to me, Judah, and you will do so. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will get out. 
have faith in his prophet and you will be successful. After consulting the people's Rosafat, I will be made to sing to the Lord and to praise him for the splendor of his holiness. I will wake up at the head of my army seal. Be thanked to the Lord for his love and youth forever. And they began to sing to the Lord, said, How much of these men are and more? Someone we pray for, we seek the Lord for, and then we praise Him for. There's a refrain, you can find it right through the Old Testament. Give thanks to the Lord, for He is good, and His love endures forever. And Jehoshaphat there, remember, uh, he, I love his prayer. We talked about his prayer the other day. Lord, we don't know what, we don't know what to do, <laughs> uh, but our eyes are on you. It's a great prayer. Lord, we don't know what to do, but our eyes are on you. And the prophetic word comes. And then he says, all right, thank you, Lord. We know you're going ahead of us. Right, who's going to go in front? Should we have the, uh, the archers? Spearmen? Spearmen? The swordsmen? The artillery? Who are we going to put in front? Sorry, where's the choir? Where's the choir? Come on, you're going in front. You're going to praise the Lord. What are you going to sing? Give thanks to the Lord for your chesed endures forever. Your promise to your covenant to us, Lord. We sought you. And the Bible says, I don't know if I'd have had a bad throat that day if I was in the choir. I'm sure because I'm in front. But uh, they went and the Bible says, as they began to praise, ambushes broke out because the Lord had gone ahead of them. The Lord had gone ahead and they're praising the Lord. And this, this, this uh, as we said, this refrain catches up where did he get it from but well, of course he got it from david originally but then um we see uh, uh solomon when they brought the t uh, when they brought the ark into the new temple they put the ark into the holy of holies and the bible says they had a massive choir and they had 120 trumpeters you know and how loud that'll be one trumpet's louder 120 trumpeters and people with cymbals, you always get them, don't you? Cymbals and the, the percussion and other instruments. And the, their refrain was what? When the presence of the Lord came, give thanks to the Lord. For he is good, his love, his mercy endures forever. And you could just, you, you could, it would have been heard for miles around. When they laid the foundation of the temple again, Ezra 3. What was their, what was their refrain? Same refrain, give thanks to the Lord our God, for he is good, and his love endures forever. Keep it uppermost in our mind. Why? Because if we forget, what does the Bible say? 106, it was, sorry, 106 verse 7. Uh, they forgot the chesed of the Lord, and what broke out? Rebellion. We forget what, who God is and what he's done, and we, we become bitter. That's what the, the root word of rebellion is, bitterness. Lord, you've not done this, you've not done this, this has happened. And we, we look at the circumstances and we, we have a pity party and we, oh, Lord, help us to remember his hesed. Oh, and, and it, was, it, was the, it was the prayer, wasn't it? Moses prayed for Israel, Lord, please, please, please be um, merciful to them. Hesed over them. Jacob, we talked about on Sunday. Jacob, Lord, I'm not worthy of your hesed, but please, please give it to me. Amen. But consistent in our hesed, consistency in our hesed, the Lord is looking for, isn't he? Um, our pursuit of it. Let's read that. Proverbs 3, 1 to 4. Good 
and bring you prosperity. And learn and faithfulness in every living field. Find them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart. Then you will work in favor and good name in the sight of God and man. Let love and faithfulness has said not loosen from you, loose, bind it, tie it around your neck, around your throat. <laughs> um, there's an implication here of rumination. You know what rumination is, don't you? Chewing, chewing the cud. Tie it around your neck and, and meditate on it. Don't let it go from you. Who God is, what he's done, what his character is. Don't let it go. Tie it, and not just tie it around your neck, out, outwardly, but let it dwell, let it come into your heart. Let it dwell in your hearts um, uh, on the tablet. Then, what do you say? Then you will have favor and good, good understanding in the sight of God and man. Bless the Lord. God wants us to, um, of course, there will always be um, animosity towards the gospel, but we don't create that <laughs> by, our, by our bad behavior. The Bible says you give them no, no, no foothold to point the finger Sadly, that's not always happened to us, is it? So that's what salvation is ours. And through salvation, it's in our hearts, isn't it? What about Psalm 103? We, we, um, we just read a bit of it. How about this in verse 4? He redeems your life from the pit, and he crowns us with what? Chesed and compassion. See, when we come to the Lord, his character, we have a character swapped, and we were born again. And sometimes we can, we can make excuses for our behavior. And, and Lord, that's the way I'm, I'm built. And that's the way I'm born. And that's how I'm, I'm led. And that's my bent in life. That's my characteristics. And God says, whoa, 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 whoa. We're into the supernatural, yeah? Anyone in Christ is a new creation. Now, of course, some things go dramatically strained. I just get listen to some people talking about homosexuality. And sometimes there's a dramatic transformation in someone's life. Some others, there's a process by process, process, taking the word in and changing day by day. But there is a change. Why? Because the Bible says he encircles us with his character. He encompasses us with his faithfulness and his chesed. That's our salvation. What does the Bible say? Romans 5, 5. Our hope doesn't disappoint us. Why? Because he shed abroad his love in our hearts. He's shed abroad his agape love into our hearts. Now, the trouble with us is that we are, as we said before, inconsistent. Uh, depending on who it is as well, of course, isn't it? Inconstant. Uh, he, Hosea 6, 4 to 6. What can I do with you, Israel? What can I do with you, Judah? Your love is like the morning mist, that the early dew disappears. Therefore, I cut you in pieces with my prophets. I killed you with the words of my mouth. My judgment flashed like lightning upon you. For I desire mercy, not sacrifice, and acknowledgement of God rather than burnt offering. That's amazing, isn't it? This is what he desires mercy. Not sacrifice. You see, as he said, as he said to Saul. What have you done? Obedience is better than sacrifice. He said, You're you brought this sacrifice, but it means nothing because you've not obeyed me. And, and mercy and the said of God without sacrifices mean nothing without that. And he said, what he said, your, your hesed is like the morning mist. Ah, Lord. And, and that's, we've got to be honest. There are days where we are really um, 
on fire for the Lord and our, our prayers are ready to, we are ready to pray for those people. We are ready to intercede for those people in other days. We are cold as ice, aren't we? And we can, be, we can say, well, they deserve, serve them right. And uh, we've got to be honest. We've got to be honest. And, and God says, no, I want you to be persistent and constant. Why? Because that's his heart. It's his heart. Zechariah 7, 8 to 12. And the word of the Lord came again to Zechariah. This is what the Lord Almighty said. Administer true justice. Show mercy and compassion to one another. Do not oppose the widow or the fatherless, the foreigner or the poor. Do not talk evil against each other. But they refuse to pay attention. Suddenly they turn their backs and covered their ears. They made their hearts as hard as flint, and would not listen to the law of the words of the Lord Almighty, and sent by his Spirit through the earlier prophets. So the Lord Almighty was very angry. Very clear. Administer judge justice, show hesed, compassion to one another. Do not oppress. And he lives lists a lot of people, the widows, orphans, a great, great uh, desire to protect those the Lord has, and others he names there. Then he says this, but they would not. Well, and another one, forgot that. And don't think evil against your brother. See, hesed, as, we, as Agape does, what the Bible says, thinks the best. Now, it doesn't mean we close our eyes to sin. Sometimes we can, can't we? No, there's a confrontation sometimes. What's the love rebukes? And op open love is better than hidden. Open rebuke is better than hidden love. That's what I'm looking for uh, from Proverbs. Open rebuke is better than hidden love. Uh, but you know what? Even that, there's, there's grace and there's, there's a way to do it, isn't there? And some of us, we're not so good sometimes at that. But that's, think evil. Hesed thinks the best. But... They would not listen. They hardened their heart. And the, the Bible says they turned their back towards me. Ah, oh, the arrogance of man sometimes amazes us. But what happens is then idolatry comes. And when idolatry comes, what happens? We forget God's works and ways and will. And then what happens then? We don't show hesed. We don't show it. We forget, we become bitter, we become idolatrous, and we do not show hesed. Um, that's Judges there, and Judges 18 says, They went into idolatry, forgot the Lord's saving work, and they didn't show hesed to Gideon's family. They didn't show. Remember, 1 John 3, we looked at it the other day. The proof of knowing the Lord is loving our brother, isn't it? The test, the fruit of it, and the test of where we are is our love for those around us. The condition, of course, is love for God, but it really reveals uh, where we are. Because what does John say? He doesn't mince words, does he? Don't tell me you love God and you can't stand your brother. You're a liar. Ooh, John, you know, modify your language. No, no, he said, come straight on. Because he said, once Christ comes in your heart, there are people that... Ah, that's a really difficult. Okay, they, they cut you up the wrong way and rub you up the wrong way. But what does the Lord say? As I showed you, you show them. See, when we get the vertical, if we're in, in line with the vertical, with, in relationship with the Lord, it flows to those around us. When that's cut off, as it just says there, when we go into idolatry, 
and that can be easily done when we divert, the love stops flowing from us, and it's God's desire for us. Administer it. Do it. Micah 6. Micah 6. There we are. Again, sacrifice, bringing that. But he said, look, if the heart is not right, he said, he said to Israel, didn't he? Shut the temple down. He said, your sacrifices mean nothing to me because your heart is not you. You. Your heart is not you. It's everywhere else. He said, this is what I desire from you. I've told you, let me, oh Israel, what does the Lord desire of you? Thankfully, that's good, isn't it? Because we know where we are now. To do justly, uprightly, to love hesed, and to walk circumspectly, humbly with our God. To walk with him. That means in relationship. When we walk in, we go in the same way. We're in close proximity. We go in the same way as the Lord. So it's relationship with him. Bless the Lord. We are drawn to him because of it. We live out of it. We, it's in our hearts to shine and show those around us. Psalm 63. To uh, finish off. You God, oh my God, earnestly I seek you. I thirst for you. My whole being longs for you in a dry and parched land where there is no water. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power and your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands, and I will be fully satisfied with the richest of foods, with singing lips my mouth will praise you. Amen. Yeah. You see, you can see David there. Now, uh, if you've got a, 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 a heading on your arm, I, I, thankfully it's a heading by you. He's in the desert here. Yeah? So when he's saying, Lord, my soul thirsts, he, we can get a picture, can't we? You're in the desert. He is thirsting naturally. And he said, Lord, I, I can, that's what my soul is like. I need you that much. If you've been, it's probably never been that thirsty, some of us. Maybe, maybe when we were kids, remember, we used to stay out all day. And uh, we used to have a few brooks in Trinet, so we'd drink from them sometimes. But if you're out all day and you were so thirsty, and you, you drink one glass, you drink two glasses easily. Uh, and I, he said, that's my heart, Lord, my soul. To, and then he says, you know what? You are the one who satisfies. You're the one that uh, fulfills. You're my creator, my redeemer. But more than that, Lord, your love, your hesed is better than life. When we understand that almighty God, who knows our hearts, sees our hearts, yet he is absolutely committed to his covenant. Remember when he said, this is the blood of the new covenant. His side of the covenant can never be broken. Why? Because it's sealed in his blood. That gives us great assurance and security tonight that God is for us. Now, again, let's go back to Joseph. Oh, Lord, what about this? What about that? Remember, God is always doing a work. He's doing a work in our lives, whatever it is. But oh, that we would show it to those around us. Amazing story about um, two young men. They grew up together. They went to school together. And... Um, uh, they joined, they did everything together really, they joined the Marines and um, they were called out to Germany, must have been the Second World War, 
And uh, they had made a pact. They said, look, we, we, we are friends for life. And said, so when we come back and we get married, you'll be my best man. I'll be your best man. And, and they were that close. They'd made, like Jonathan and, and, and uh, uh, David, they made a covenant with each other um, to be friends for life. And of course, fighting happened. And um, uh, one day, he, the one guy came back and uh, he looked around. His friend wasn't there. They'd come under a real big fire. And... Um, he said to his uh, captain, he said, well, where's, so I'm not sure. He said, we, we, it's impossible to go back. We've got to move on because you know, we're under fire. He didn't listen to his captain and uh, he ran back into the fire, firing line. And um, got hold of his friend, picked him up, and there he, there he was coming back with his friend. But he was shot up himself. And the captain said, I told you not to do it. He's dead. He said, and you were, you were, you were not any good now. You've been shot to bits. He said, I told you it wasn't worth it. And uh, the man said, yes, it was worth it, he said. You see, when I got there, he was still alive. And he said, I knew you'd come back for me. I knew you'd come back for me. See, that's just a little bit of a glimpse of uh, hair said That we, because the Lord has put into us, we can show and, and to those around us. Bless the Lord. Not just those we made covenant with in the church. Bless the Lord, that's where we should be. But even those. <laughs> Outside, remember as I said, I started. Sometimes when we look at this and look at that, we get can we get angry with this and that, and and that. they need saving. Our politicians need saving. Our local MP, our local AM, we think, oh dear, dear. And then when we see what they're voting on, save them, Lord. Those people on TV, the, our royalty, God, they need salvation. And uh, you know, it's easy to uh, criticize. I'm pretty good at it. But oh Lord, the heart of God is to save them, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thank the Lord. Bless him. We hope you've enjoyed this episode. To find out more about our church, including our service times, visit www.oakdalechristiancentre.org.